Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Fuck like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh? Where we do that, eh? Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh? Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. We'll be having tense, entertaining, educating. And enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. What's popping? What's happening? Shout out to the Who That Nation. Appreciate you guys being in this episode of The Coma. Shout out to the fam, man. Appreciate y'all being here, man. Shout out to everybody, everybody. Hope you had a fantastic week. We are now in the weekend, baby. I'm telling you, man. Long week, long week, but we in the weekend. So kind of for those who are off, kick back, relax, and chill, baby. Well, anyway, shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all being in the stream. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and by all means, feel free to share. Share the show links on your social media feed. They help out the stream uh, so much. So with that being said, appreciate you guys being here. Shout out to the fam uh, listening. JT, Young City, Ninth Ward, Dana. Shout out to your Tuck Graf, uh, a.k.a. the scientists is in this thing as well. Much love. Appreciate Brother Torres Shepard Sr., King Morrison, 318s in this thing. Jerome Bello, what's happening, brother? Eric Howard in the building as well. Elite is in the stream. 
Good to see you. Corvadia, shout out to your brother St. Doug in this thing. Much love to you. Antoinette, much love. Appreciate you. Appreciate the Queens. Keldrick, shout out to your fam. Appreciate you. Brother KT in this thing as well. Much love to everybody, man. Much love in the stream. Let me see what else we got uh, out there as well. I won't forget nobody. Darrell, shout out to your fam. Appreciate you. Louisiana, man. What's up, Boo? Shout out to you, Boo. Action Jackson. What's happening, fam? What's happening with you? Uh, much love. T-Roy, shout out to your brother. Mark Patterson. Avis, what's happening, fam? And Gundam is in the building. Shout out to all y'all, man. Appreciate you for stopping by for this episode of The Coma. I promise I won't hold you guys or too long. I got a Pelican stream that'll be coming up and more than likely this weekend, man. Probably uh, depending on Saturday sometimes, fam, I'll probably pop up with another stream. I'm going to try to anyway. I'm going to try to pop up Saturday on the stream. It'd probably be a little earlier uh, than later because, uh, you know, you know, that's chill time with the chin, with the chillings. All right. So shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all for being here. Uh, Saints for life. Shout out to your fam. Say Saints need to get younger and cheaper. The draft is the path. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. When you uh, got all these contracts. But anyway, I seen this article, man, by CBS and it kind of made me pause for a second and kind of think about what was going on with the saints in terms of going into this off season. Of course, we've seen worse deficits uh, than most of the people outside that are not people that usually kind of go and watch the saints for the entire summation. A lot of these people like to try to cover uh, as many teams as they possibly can. And when you kind of pick and choose which teams you look, you, the, you they miss the details. And we've known for some time that Mickey Loomis is the type of person runs the organization that likes to play just he he operates the same way as the United States government. They kick the can down the road. It don't matter if I eat up all the social security. I don't eat up. I eat up all of this other stuff right here. We're just going to take all of this debt and saddle it on several generations down the line. That's how they do it. It ain't right. It's a, it's a very selfish, dirty, underhanded way to do things because a lot of them are rotten and they don't care about the children of the future. But this is how the Saints operate with their books, just like those people do. They sit up here and they kick the can down the road. They're sitting at $50 million, which is a high total in uh, this offseason. But it's nothing that we've not seen. And it's $100 million over the last, what, several years ago when the Saints were sitting at 100 Then they worked back and kicked the can some more. Sooner or later, they catch up with the Saints. But as long as Jeff Ireland is there to make sure you get the best out of the draft and most importantly, the best, the better out of the undrafted class. That is how we are able to kind of skirt this crap that the Saints are able to do. And if they missed on the draft and undrafted, they'll be a very, very sad team, to be honest with you. But in the end, this article kind of brought some stuff to me. So I wanted to share this with you in a couple of other articles and we'll go over it. So, with that being said, fam, uh, let me get into this article. What's up, Jerome? Shout out to you, fam. Appreciate you being in the stream as well. So let's hit this thing, man, and get to it as well. All right, so this one is called NFL Free Agency 2023. Five teams facing rough and a rough offseason, including the Saints and the Buccaneers. And I did mention the Saints and Buccaneers. I don't really care about those other teams. But let's just get on down. They mentioned Baltimore, the Saints, uh, and other team, Miami. So anyway, when it comes down to our black and gold club, this is what they had to say about it. Now, they talk about the first the first round pick this year. Of course, remember, the Saints gave up picks the previous year so we can be able to kind of have the crystal lobby thing going on for us and, and all this kind of stuff. But we able to trade Sean Payton. We got a third pick, a 30th pick in the draft. You're looking at the cap space as it is $30 million currently, which is 31st ranked currently 
and New Orleans Saints, and this is what they had to say. Are the Saints in a similar situation to the NFC South rivals in Tampa? They have one of the worst cap situations in the NFL, do not possess a draft pick high enough to put them in the conversation with these top-tier prospects to fill their quarterback need. Now, listen, we know that the Saints, once again, uh, it's always in the details for people that can just look at the Saints from a broad perspective, but we are intricate. We are the black and gold diehards. We know what time it is with our team. We know it from a historical standpoint. We know this stuff. So we understand and realize that the Saints manipulate the cap very well. They're probably one of the better teams in the league or the best team, I would, I would damn say, to manipulate the cap in their favor. But that is irresponsible, and eventually it will, it will kick you in the tail sooner or later. But anyway, the draft has turned. Uh, in terms of getting a top-tier prospect, we always are good at landing players throughout the draft. Now, you know, like we'll find a good – player to fill in now going into this offseason what are the Saints needs and that was the thing we're talking about in terms of what needs to happen Andrews Pete I think is in trouble Mike Thomas could be in trouble we Marcus Davenport I, I think he's going so the Saints will have to address some of these needs so anyway let's get into the conversation of that the Saints have heavily been linked to quarterback Derek Carr have met with him multiple times but there's a chance that they do lose out on the former signal caller to teams like Panthers or the Jets uh, the Panthers, I don't think the Panthers are going to give him north of 35 or north of $35 million. The Jets could be, but they're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. So they're looking at Rodgers first, which, which is what the Saints should actually be looking at. Saints, if they won't swing for the fences for a bona fide quarterback, why not go for Aaron Rodgers? Just, just saying. Just saying. Just saying, you know. If the Jets can get them, why can't you? Why can't you get in a conversation with them? Just absolutely, just no imagination, no vision, tunnel visioned. Just, just, it's just crazy. But Jet, uh, the Jets, who are arguably more attractive landing spot that can more easily surround him with talent. Now, the Jets have added some talent. They have some good young players there. They have a history of losing. The Saints have missed the clubs for the last two years. And if the prospects and a lot of people are looking at the Saints with the slant, with, with the, the the side eye, so to speak, because they realize that there's you know, we have talent here, but what is talent with no leadership? People don't trust Dennis Allen. They they he didn't have he he don't have a good reputation in the league as a head coach. And we talked we remember I covered some of this on an article that somebody you know that a writer wrote from Los Angeles, and it was also an interview by one of the. Uh, administrators and she spoke about Dennis Allen and not a flavor uh, a very positive fashion that he was late getting there and late early leaving he was irresponsible and it, it, and it, it seems some people shouldn't be head coaches man they're not head coach material let's just say it like that this guy's not head coach material let's just get that straight he's not head coach material and for Mickey Loomis to sit up there and keep saying that he has no reservations about Dennis Allen, Mickey Loomis has a severe, the most severest form of dementia you could possibly imagine. That's why he needs to be replaced with somebody that got some sense. Because even the more commonsensical people can look at Dennis Allen and see he's not head coach material, man. Come on. It's not even close. But anyway, this is what they want. They want Carr. Then what? If they miss out on him, what do you have? Do you go with another year of Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston? Hell to the no on the Andy Dalton and Jameis. Well, Jameis Winston, yes, because well, then again, no. We don't know. what Jameis is open to come back and play the quarterback position. I, I'm not thinking Jameis is holding the grudge. The way he sounds and acts, 
He's not about holding the grudge. And if the Saints did come back to him with their tail tucked between their, you know what, and went to James and say, James, we're sorry, we'll let you be the quarterback, he would do it. James is not going to hold, he's not holding grudges against the Saints. You listen to the interview, he's still in on the Saints. So he's not holding grudges. If the Saints go back to Jameis, Jameis wouldn't hold a grudge. He wouldn't. I mean, that's just what I'm getting. Or should they try to pivot to Garoppolo or any other quarterback, like Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, who wants 40-something million? What do you do? Then there's a situation with players on the roster who are set to become free agents, considering where they are cap-wise. It seems like they'll be unable to retain star defensive end Marcus Davenport. First of all, Marcus Davenport's not a star. Let's get that straight. The Saints gate moved up with multiple picks to get Davenport, and Davenport is a bust. Let's get that straight. He's a bust. He's a bust. And it's time to move on from Davenport because, yes, somebody's going to give him more money than what you're willing to do. He's a bust. And to make it even worse, he's, he's a bust that you chose over Lamar Jackson. That makes it even worse while saying we need to go get Lamar Jackson. Isn't that ironic, man? I, I say that all the time. It's crazy. Offensively, the team is still hamstrung by Michael Thomas' contract, which they, they count for roughly 13.6 on the salary cap move. They restructured Michael Thomas's contract, and it could, money is coming forth. The Saints will have to make a decision on what to do with some of that big money that's coming. That is, uh, that is real. Meanwhile, there's also the possibility that Elvin Kamara receives punishment from the NFL between now and the start of the regular season after he was indicted on charges of battery resulting in substantially body harm and conspiracy to commit battery and to turn a human into a big glass of grape juice. This is the thing. So when you accumulate all of the things that the article or the, this, these, the, the writers talking about in terms of what the saints are doing, they talk about some real, real interesting things. Family, we talking about real dire situations with the saints in all season. Number one, the quarterback situation. You can't win without a quarterback. You can't. Saints chasing down Derek Carr, saying that they're desperate as hell, thirsty as hell for Derek Carr. Derek Carr, meanwhile, is trying to find another team from a business perspective to let the, to kind of leverage against the Saints, whether it's the Panthers or the Jets. None of these teams, I don't think, giving him that money unless the Jets miss out on Aaron Rodgers, which the Saints should be in a conversation to go after Aaron Rodgers as well. The Saints should be in a conversation to go after Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's just there are other options there you need to be focused on if you're talking about winning to excite the base. Uh, going after Lamar Jackson, just, you know, or uh, Aaron Rodgers would be smart. But Derek Carr, is, it's a decent, a decent option, but he just don't like the world on fire for the who that nation. Just to keep it real with you, it'd be nice seeing him throwing passes to some of our fast wide receivers downfield, but. You don't set the world on fire for the who that nation. If you get an Aaron Rodgers, even for a year or two, that will look good. But then again, what's the drawing card for Aaron Rodgers to come to New Orleans? Sean Payton's not here anymore. You got a meek mouse version of Sean Payton in the personage of Pete Carmichael. You got a, de- a person in Dennis Allen who has zero respect as a head coach in any league or any, pro- any mam- amateur league for that fact. So, I mean, you're dealing with uh, no, you know, what's the quarterback situation? That's big enough. Then you talk, then you accumulate the situations around the team, like we talk about Mike Thomas, which Chris Olave's here. The Saints might have to find another option outside of Mike if they decide to go in a different direction. Davenport, and we said this before, the Saints signed two new passing yo, but the two new two new passing yo is not a full time defensive end. He's more of a filling guy. I would I would still say you need another 
person. But then again, that might be the Saints option because you have what? Peyton Turner, who the Saints drafted, who keeps getting hurt. You have uh, what's the other kid's name? Uh, Carl Granderson, which is Carl Granderson ready for a bigger role? And you got passing you, which is the veteran. Is that the answer to the defensive end position? What do the Saints do from that side of things? So you got a pass rusher compliment to Cam Jordan, who himself is on the final year of his contract, you see? And then they threw the money in there, and the money's kind of on the back end, so to speak, so say how the Saints handle things. And then we talk about Elvin Kamara. That's the thing, which gives me the perfect segue to this one here. And this is we talked about the other day, about Elvin Kamara saying that he's pleaded not guilty to the Las Vegas battery charges in the trial set for July the 31st. Now, I've asked people constantly, what is, what is he doing here? What, could he be, what is the defense for this guy? F- to, to, the, the, the videotape is damning. The, the, the police reports have both sides. What, what is he trying to do? But anyway, Saints running back Elton Kamara appeared in Las Vegas court to be arraigned on battery charges to me from a lead nightclub incident in 2022 of February of 2022. Cincinnati Bengals cornerback was also there and two other people named in, uh, in the suit as well. And according to the news agency, they saying that all four pleaded not guilty to the conspiracy to commit battery, a misdemeanor and battery resulting substantially bodily harm, which is a felony indictments that were issued by Clark County grand jury on Wednesday. Now, February the 5th, you know what happened with Elvin Kamara and all this kind of stuff. We played the video here on the sports coma several times. According to the police report obtained by NOLA.com, the alleged beat person, Daryl Green Jr., unconsciously, they beat him unconsciously, stomping on his face and chest. And that is exactly what the video indicated. They were bouncy housing that goddamn guy. Now, the reports we've covered it, for people who might have forgot is the fact that the guy was trying to get on the elevator with him. It's five o'clock in the morning, you know, places you're not supposed to be. What the hell are you doing at five o'clock? I'm a grown ass man. Q, I can do whatever I want. Look, look what you're doing. Look, look what your ass is into now. So the guy sees a turkey. He sees a pigeon. And that's what he happened. What guy, you know, going to challenge four guys. And he got his gal with him. Four guys and a gal there and crap talked him. He knew who he was. He knew who he was, and, and the guy got him. The guy got him, man. So paid him, man. You don't have no defense for stumping on his face and chest like that. After the five men alleged scuffle with Green attempting to enter the elevator, the police arrested him after the Pro Bowl the following day. Through his lawyer, Kamara claims he was defending himself. Green, who was treated to a broken orbital bone, among other injuries, is suing Kamara for $10 million. $10 million and you're going to give him every damn penny of it. Neither Kamara or Lemons or Lemons, whatever you want to pronounce his name, have been punished by their teams on the NFL. They're waiting for what happens. Court date set for the 31st. So, you know, what's your defense here, bro? He's a pigeon. Yeah, he's a pigeon. Uh, Gundam, he's a pigeon. You know, that's the old term when they catch a sucker out there. You know, like they had, remember the old game they used to play, the old Kyman used to play called the pigeon drop. Well, you know, they'll suck us some. It's like the Nigerian print scheme. That's all. it. <laughs> he got took. He got took. The guy was by himself and he went up against four guys. He he got them upset enough to do him something. And, and then notice in the video, the guy didn't throw no punches. None of those guys were hit. 
and it the and he was defending himself. Yeah, but after the fact, how were you defending yourself when the guy on the ground and uh, you 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 cleaning the bottom of your shoes off on him? I mean, I I just don't understand. This this is this is stupid. Pay the damn man and just get it over with, man. All last year you kept postponing this crap. There's no defense for what you did. It's shameful what you did, that man. <laughs> the guy, you just a pigeon. He that guy took that ass whooping tip for the tune of ten million dollars. Boy, boxes them soup can fighters out there that them taxi cab drivers that get into the ring and take dives uh, uh, for a couple of hundred thousand. Y'all need to f- go find this dude Green or whatever his name is and read his book once he write it on how to make money off of off of NFL pitching. And the rest of them need to understand if you going out here like this, you need to have bodyguards with you. Somebody with you that can keep guys like that off of you because you a big pigeon, a big dollar sign to these people out here and you moving around like you're a regular person. And that's not the case, man. You need to be smarter than this on here. He going to pay the price for it, too. And unfortunately, the Saints are, too. So anyway, it's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Moving on to this one right here. Dennis Allen on Saints' decision to retain OCP Carmichael. We covered the Saints last time, you know, when we talked about uh, Mickey Loomis on the last stream. This time around, here's your boy, Dennis Allen here. And this is covered by Saints Wire. It's obvious to everyone that Saints need to improve in 2023. GM Mickey Loomis admitted in reviewing the head coach Dennis Allen's performance in 2022, saying that the team has some work moving forward. That's a major understatement. Then in the same interview, by the way, Mickey goes on to blame injuries for the reason why the Saints failed. Not poor decision making. Not poor decision making and a full head coach telling, you know, destroying the quarterback position and being super petty. He don't blame none of that. 
just the injuries. Oh, the injuries skewed elbows remain. Let me tell you something here. Let me tell you something here. First of all, it was the injuries. Let me tell you, injuries, 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 injuries. Yeah, I hear you, Mickey. Injuries, that's always the spill with these people. We're not buying it. Stop saying it. We're not buying the injury. You're not even supposed to even say that. Hold on now. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Mickey. Stop saying injuries, man. That's not the reason why the Saints were bad last year. It wasn't because of injuries totally. It was bad decision making and no leadership at the top of the team. Come on. Let's keep it real. And the real reason why they're keeping this guy is because they don't want to break his contract, which costs money. It costs money to take this sucker contract, ball it up, pay his garbage ass and move him out of here and find somebody else to fill his role. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do. They want to keep that money in their pocket. And sell you on this dude that's, and I'm going to have total lesson here, Q. Hold on now. We got total faith in I'm going to tell you something here. I've been interviewing Dennis Allen for like 14 years. Let me tell you something. He's, you know, he's done a wonderful job. You know, he's going to be, no, 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 no. He's not head coach material, bro. You can't sell us on that, man. Cut that out. So one of the, the they saying the areas the Saints can improve is get more aggressive on offense. They rank dead, for, uh, dead last and fourth down conversions. Attempts, 11, and second to last in successful conversions. Posting the third worst conversion rate, 36.4, when Allen did get the offense clearance to go for it. The poor showing in critical situations extend to red zone scoring percentages when the Saints ranked 20th by coming away with a touchdown of just 25 of the 48 trips inside the opposing 20-yard line, which is 52.1. Few teams were as predictable and less effective in running early down, setting themselves up for failure in critical third downs. Was that injuries? Was that injuries? That was not injuries. This all is a, this all goes back to bad decision-making and non-leadership. That's what it comes back. The injuries, you can't blame them for these poor statistics. It was it was bad decision making, not totally injuries. It had a injuries had it to a degree, but you're supposed to be prepared for injuries. That's what you do when you fill out your depth chart before the year start. You're supposed to, okay, if this guy gets hurt, we need to do this. So stop telling me about goddamn injuries. You're supposed to fill a roster to you, to the best of your ability to, to kind of cushion yourself from that. Because that's one thing you can't stop is injuries. That is a constant. So injuries will always happen. So you have to do the best you can in that field. So that's what they do. So a lot of blame falls on the play caller, which is Carmichael. Who Allen chose to retain as the OC. Carmichael has been he has had to be convinced to take the job. A good thing he said that initially because he didn't want to take the job. He was like, no, nah, I don't want to take a lesser role. Yeah, he wanted a lesser role. He said that. And he didn't exactly rise to the occasion after stepping out of Sean Payton window, which shows some meekness and really kind of showed what kind of character Pete Carmichael was. And I've been saying this the whole time that Pete Carmichael is a beta guy. He's not an alpha dude. He's a beta guy. When the time came for Peyton who left, yeah, he needs to step. Well, you know what? They think, think it was Peyton. Let me step up here and show them what time it is. He didn't do that. He shrunk. He shrunk away from the opportunity, ran away. And they had to be convinced from inside the building to take the job, which is, I say, let's shrink his ass back to whatever he need to go and then move another guy in there who won't shrink from the opportunity to be offensive coordinator or more in the NFL system. Come on. We got a guy at the QB as a QB coordinator there, the QB coach. Could we make him the OC? I guarantee he won't shrink away from the position. He won't run away from it for a lesser role. 
when the Saints act the same, he says, when, when asked why the Saints kept Carmichael in his position after his offense ranked in the bottom half of the league in yards gained and points scored, first downs converted, and the turnovers get away, that's damn near everything. Allen pushed back and claimed that the performance is not indicative of Carmichael's larger body of work. I don't give a damn about that. All we know is what happened recently, and can he produce better results? Can he? Pete Carmichael should, you know, in one year at the performance, like I said, that kind of thing, he would take a lesser role. Let somebody else do it. Perhaps the brother we kept who might have been going somewhere, perhaps we can keep him and move him into that role. Just saying, Ronald Curry, Ronald Curry, Ronald Curry, Ronald Curry. But these people don't have any vision, man. Allen spoke at length about Carmichael's performance in 2022 and the expectations moving forward during the conversation with John Hendricks. Shout out to him. He said, when asked about Carmichael's return, Allen pointed to his play caller's resume. The main reason why I wanted to keep Pete as the OC was just go back and look at his track record. What, what, just what we saying, all these losses, all these, these, these minus plays, dumb decision-making and bad play calling. Util, poor utilization of teams, best teams assets, forgetful play calling and forgetting to allow your play market playmakers to be involved in the front and back end of the games when they'll get going in the first half. And then he simply removes his own people in the second, not knowing what he's doing. I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. So his thing is Sean Payton's a hell of a coach, a great offensive mind. That's Sean Payton, man. He's been with the offense. He's been, the number, the woman, the the one common denominator with offense the whole time. He was a guy that, made, you know, P. Carmichael helped Sean Payton. Now he did. Sean Payton kind of bounced ideas. Payton talked about this all the time with P. Carmichael. And I often said, P. Carmichael, if he was as good as we think we is, he and I think he's a smart dude. But why didn't people like why weren't every other team after P. Carmichael if he shut sent under Sean Payton that long? Why didn't they have the same feeling? Because they knew. They knew what time it was that Carmichael is not a guy that's going to that, that he should be more of a, a compliment guy than a guy that's actually running the show. That's why I say he would really help Ronald Curry in that role. Just put him somewhere in the shadow where he wants to be and put Ronald Curry out front because they got people that want to take the job and do something with it. Even back in 2011, when Sean got hurt, he called the offensive plays one game. I think it was probably one of the most productive offense we had here. And. Pete, Sean Payton talked a lot about Pete Carmichael. He knows Payton's schemes and scams and everything, but the reality is he don't have the Payton temperament. He don't have Payton's not a beta male. Payton's an alpha, and Payton's smart enough to have surrounded themselves by betas, and that's why he, if people would challenge Sean Payton, he would get him out of here. Now, that's that's Veritas, but he didn't challenge Sean Payton like that. Pete Carmichael was the type of dude he would bounce ideas off, he wouldn't cause no resistance to many things. He was an easygoing guy. And that's what kind of dude, and you see that's what you got nowadays. So he knows his offense, but like ballsy plays and gutsy plays. Carmichael, ain't, Carmichael is a, you know, I, I was hoping with Carmichael, he was a conservative version of Sean Payton, but not to this level. This is ridiculous. This is, this is ridiculous. Carmichael is the longest tenured offensive coordinator in the NFL. That's but, but what you got to show for it. But he's only called plays sparingly over the years and the results without Drew Brees at quarterback have a lot to be desired. Now, Allen is right to single out the 2011 team as one of the greatest in history, but it boosted a bevy of all kind of talent. Brees at the height of his career, you know, versus Andy Dalton or banged up Jameis. 
You know, so maybe that's why Saints are chasing Derek Carr so doggedly. They see him as a clear upgrade in the building and, and maybe just for 2023. Mickey Loomis suggested Carr could be a long-term fix at the quarterback position for the next three to four years, if not longer. And this is the problem I have with the Saints' vision. Number one is this. Mickey Loomis should have a better vision looking at this team than what you're looking at in terms of uh, – Den, Den, uh, uh, Dennis Allen because Dennis Allen could very well miss the playoffs and stink this year too you're going to sell him on injuries tell the who that nation that it was injuries for the, what happened this upcoming season so taking Carr and saying he's a long term vision and tying him to a quarterback at 35 north of 35 million dollars uh, and Dennis Allen gets fired that I mean you have to factor all that in you can't roll the dice like we, we paid this car guy that Dennis Allen's going to be with him from the summation. Dennis Allen could get fired this year, this upcoming year. Very well. I'm bet I'm saying that he's going to get fired because I'm saying he's not going to take the Saints to the playoffs. And if he can't take the Saints to the playoffs, he's not going to survive. He has to get the team to the playoffs. That's the thing, and that's he's been. That's why the Saints. This look what their behaviors were. They don't they don't want to do any press conferences where you asking them any serious questions. They run away from. They were supposed to do some press conferences. They the whole how this offseason, how they handled that that uh, Dennis Allen thing, how they really weirdly and just terribly ran away from things and disappeared, talking about he didn't want to listen to I, I didn't want to deal with all the smoke. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I mean to tell you something, man. I, listen, I, I, I was everybody was mad. They were just so mad at me. You know, I I had to start packing. You know, what I mean, I, and listen, I'm gonna tell you, listen, I don't like, I don't want to pack. But I had to pack, you know, I had all these guys and, you know, I was asking me questions and, you know, I, and I just like, oh, my God, you know, I, I, you know, I just went to the pawn shop and I bought a 38, you know, I got a 38 special, you know, I, I, you know, I got that thing on me, you know, and I'm like, yeah, 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 I hear you with that. But at the end of the day, you are the main reason why people are pissed off because of how you handling this. You can't sell trash to us and expect that we going to that we going to take it and put it in our house. We're not. We know the difference between a good head coach and a guy that's not good. And this guy is not good. Now, is it a possibility he can win last, next year? It's a small percentage. Yes, it is. But at the end of the day, this is we're going to see what happened, man. This is just Dennis, uh, Mickey Loomis is really need. He really needs to go. When Sean Payton left and when Drew Brees left, you take your boy Mickey Loomis with you. That's like that clear them all out. That's my thing. When people talk about rebuilding and, and uh, this type of thing, I'm saying when Peyton gone, Drew gone, they left within a few years of each other. Take Mickey Loomis with you. Take him on up out of here. Take him with you and put and put Harley over the team. Kai Hartley should be the general manager. The offensive coordinator should be Ronald Curry. It's time for the Saints to move into another direction that was the old direction. That was the old. time for him to go to you've been here 20 something odd goddamn years you need to go to then i'm advocating for that then you're gonna see stuff change because for this guy to be holding on to this guy it don't make no sense you can't even justify this lying about injuries well i'm not lying to you i'm not I, i'm telling you it was the injuries yeah 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 all right so anyway with that being said fam listen let me push this on up out of here. Listen, I appreciate you guys for chiming in. I'm going to try to pop back in there on Saturday and holler at you guys uh, on another stream. We'll kind of recap that thing. We'll look at some of the draft stuff as well. But in the end, 
I really do think that it's time for us to move beyond with, you know, when Drew left, but what, about a year or so later, you had Sean Payton left and Mickey Loomis need to leave with him too. Take them on out of here, man. The new era of time needs to happen with new leadership on top of the team. We need new leadership. And then you, I played Kai Harley's interview yesterday, family, or was it the day before yesterday, when you heard him say that eventually he wants to run an NFL team. What is that telling you? And the reporter saying, Sean Vazan saying, either, you know, here or somewhere else. There should be no somewhere else. What you mean somewhere else? You mean the Saints didn't have a conversation with Kai Harley and have a plan in place? For him to move in behind Mickey Loomis? I mean, goddamn. How long we going to keep these people until you got to wrap them in bandages and bury them? I mean, come on now, man. The Saints really getting on my nerves with how they handle these people. Like Drew Brees played way beyond when he was supposed to play. Sean Payton stayed way beyond when he was supposed to stay. And now we going to have to do this with Mickey Loomis too? We got to, we got to, when, when Mickey fall out of here, we got to, you know, you know, bandage him up and bury him like a mummy. Is that, that's how they got to go out on their own. They can't do it. No more. I mean, <laughs> can't we, where is the plan? Where is the plan in place? So when you get a quarterback, a young quarterback to replace Drew, another quarterback, I mean, another head coach that, that, that can replace Sean Payton. And then of course, with Mickey Loomis. Why is there any plan for Kai Harley? What do you what 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 were they talking about when they say, "Well, I want to be a, a I want to run a team, either here or somewhere else." It shouldn't be no somewhere else. Terry Fontenot was supposed to be the dude. He got tired of waiting. He took the Atlanta job. Now we're gonna lose Kai Harley. He's gonna eventually somebody's gonna peel for him from you, just like eventually somebody's gonna peel for Ronald Curry from you. At some point, you got to move on past these old ass people. No disrespect, but I'm saying this, this is you. This, you had 20 years. You've had 20 years. It's time for you to go. It's time for you to go. And besides, when Kyle Harley was breaking down all the stuff that he do on the team, my question was, what the hell is Mickey Loomis doing if that guy's doing all of that? Well, he's responsible for the contracts. And now he was telling you everything he was doing. And I'm sitting up here listening to him saying, damn, damn, damn. Mickey, what the hell do you do? And I'm like, hell, why not, Q? Why not? Listen, let me tell you something. You know, yeah, Kai does it all. You know, you know, yeah, he does it all. But I just sit in the corner there. You know, I just drink some coffee. And if he needs any, yeah, once he needs my help, and he just says, hey, Mickey, I need your help. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We don't need that. You need to go, Mickey. I'm sorry, bro. I love you, but it's time for you to go, man. The Saints always do. They do this. They just don't have. That's that's a team that don't have a plan. They don't have a plan on replacing a general manager. They don't have a plan on replacing head coaches. They don't have a plan on replacing quarterbacks. These people run a four billion dollar operation that don't even have no goddamn plans on how to replace personnel. They think these people going to live forever. Anyway, let me get on out of here, man. I'm done with it, man, before I get all hot and heated. Listen, I appreciate y'all for charming this stream. Much love to the fam. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and the share button as we move into this offseason, man. It's going to be fun watching what goes on, man, as the Saints desperately and thirstily go about. That's right, thirstily. Yeah, that's, that, that's not a real word, but I just created thirstily go about themselves in this offseason chasing down Carr and, and as opposed to looking to see if there are any other options. Perhaps we should have chased down Aaron Rodgers, chased down Lamar Jackson, whatever chance they could be. Could we still use that thirsty energy that you have to go after other people that are actually better than that guy? You know, could we do that? 
Oh no, because we lack imagination. With that being said, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> I'll let y'all flip side who that and I'm out. Yeah. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm, I'm a who that. that. Lose all winning, I'm, I'm a who that. that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Bucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. merch to support the platform available at the pro shops we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family unisex tees for men and women hoodies and sweatshirts tank tops kids and baby items long sleeve tees mugs pillows wall art bath bedding face masks phone cases stickers bags fanny packs socks hats and many other items please feel free to check out the pro shops the link is in the description section below and remember it helps the platform continue to grow Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, 
The last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.